are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, welcome to the Informative Conversations podcast show. My guest today is author and speaker, Ramona Antoine. Ramona is the author of the book, Equilibrium, and the founder of Equilibrium Ministries. Hello, Ramona. How are you? I'm well, welcome, and thank you for accepting my invitation. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to speak to you today and to your listeners. Hello, everyone. Great. I met Ramona. Someone um, made the connection. They met Ramona and introduced her to me. And I found out that you had a book. And I said, let me look at the book and read it. And I was really blessed. The book became my daily Bible study for the time that I was reading. So I want to share you and your book with my listeners so that they can be blessed just as I was. So I want to begin by asking you um, to tell my listeners a little bit about you. Okay. So I'm a wife, I'm a mother, and I actively serve in my local church and my community. I previously worked for the federal government for over a decade, and I lived in the Middle East for four years. So um, mm. I know the demands of a, of a busy life for sure, uh, which is part of the reason why I wrote this book. Okay, because that was going to be my next question. How did you choose the title of your book? Yeah, I chose the title... Um, Equilibrium, because I think balance is something that everyone seeks. And specifically, how do people find rest? Um, We know that we're tired. We know that we're weary. But sometimes we don't know where to go. And so I wanted it to be called Equilibrium. One of the things that which we're all seeking and specifically have it be a guide for the weary to find rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Is there, is there the reason why you use that for your business name also? It is because when I talk about rest and equilibrium, I'm talking about mental rest, physical rest, and spiritual rest. So when we're talking, you know, sometimes we hear the term, you know, people will say, I have a holistic approach to X. And so I truly believe that any holistic approach really comes from the Bible Mm because God is the one who makes us whole. Um, And so I wanted the whole business to be centered around faith and um, that it will talk about or impact families, relationships, businesses, um, personal, spiritual, mental, just so that people will know that this is a one-stop shop for all of these uh, different components of our lives. Oh, wow. Okay. So your book is based on Matthew eleven twenty-eight. What's the significance of that verse? Uh, that's a good question. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Can we take a look at it for a second? Oh, sure, um, I would sure, like your sure. your listeners to even pull it up if they if they have a Bible or a yeah. Bible app. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will read from the ESV right. version, the English Standard Version, mm-hmm. and it says, um, "Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." Mm-hmm. And so it is based on 
Matthew eleven twenty eight significance. Who are those that this is Jesus talking and he's saying, come to me. And there are two groups of people identified here. Mm-hmm. All who labor, all meaning all, everyone who right. labor and everyone who are heavy laden. So labor has to do with the work that we do. It could be our vocational work. It could be working in the home. Whatever it is that we do, it could just be chores, could be grocery shopping, but those who are laboring. And then those who are heavy laden. And the grammar, whenever we read the Bible, the grammar is important. And heavy laden, it's not something active. It's not what we're doing, like the first verb, labor. This is passive. It is something that is put on us. And Jesus, so Jesus is calling, doesn't that encompass, encompass everyone? Those yes. who labor, those who work, and those who have burdens put on them, not mm. by their own doing, but by others or circumstances. Mm. And so that's why, that's the importance of the verse. I want everyone, whether the situation is something that may, they may have done or are doing, or it is out of their control and it's a circumstance that is put on them. Jesus says, all of you, everyone come to me and I will give you rest. Okay, that's great. So your readers, they're picking up the book, uh, to, find, to Find Balance and Rest. and when I picked up the book, I was searching to find out what you were, um, what your book was about, because I had, like I said, received a referral from a trusted person for you. But when I picked up the book and I noticed that you started with knowing God and I started reading and within me, I said to myself, well, you know, I, I don't need this. I, I don't need this chapter. This is stuff I already know. You know, that's, yeah. that's what I said in my spirit. And the Holy Spirit said, keep reading. So I began reading every day and it became part of my Bible study, uh, daily Bible study until I was uh, had completed the book. But I want to ask you, why did you start with knowing God? Yeah, that's really good. Because um, We know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. We know that. We know that truth is him. And so if he says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, we know that it's true. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes, even though we know it intellectually, it doesn't make the connection from our head to our hearts, right? And I really wanted people to know, I wanted my readers to know, I want your listeners to know who it is that they're going to for rest, Mm -hmm. right? Can they trust? Can they trust him? When he Mm -hmm. says, I will give you rest, that's a promise. But I want them to be confident that he can afford rest because he says so. And so I wanted to really start with who God is, who is the source of rest, who Mm -hmm. is God the Father, who is Jesus the Son, who is the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. who is our triune God, Mm -hmm. who is offering rest. Mm -hmm. Because I want them to know that he has all power, he has all authority. And so this is not just for new believers. So thank you for saying that. It is not just, it starts with just having us all have the same foundation. It's a good reminder just to be in awe of God. And so I really wanted to start here. Right. And it wasn't just uh, as I read on through the book, like I've said several times, it became a Bible study. So it wasn't just um, a reminder. I learned things um, throughout the book and when I think of when I think of the scripture, the, the Matthew eleven twenty eight, I think about not like you said, physical and and spiritual risk, but I think about when he says, um, all you who are heavy laden, and mm-hmm. you were describing it as things being laid on you. I think about mental 
burden yes. or and risks where I can't sleep. I'm tossing and turning. And I think about casting my cares upon him. Because if we know him, we know that he cares for us. And so I right. for a person who is not a believer that doesn't know that, but they struggle with um, with not being able to rest or worry or anxiety, which is huge, huge in our world today. This will help them to go from the beginning to take a step, to take a chance and just try God. Just try Jesus. Ask him. Yes. So go ahead and explain to my listeners the layout of the book. So for my entire ministry, I don't want people to depend on Ramona. Mm -hmm. I am pointing people to the source. Right. I am pointing people to God. Right. At the end of the day, then say someone goes through the entire book and they go through this, uh, this biblical guide or this study and they leave encouraged and they find balance. A month from now when they're finished or two months from now, when things start getting out of balance again, I want them to know where to go. Right? right. Mm -hmm. And it's... And it's not to me, of course I am here. Of course I am here. That's why there's a, a ministry around it. There's a business around it. I'm always here for a phone call. I'm always here for a meeting. But I also want them to go to the Bible. And I want them to go to the Bible first. And so, yes, there's a lot of teaching in here. I point to the scriptures, but I want everyone to know that I'm not the one giving the answers. God is. Right. The answers right. come from God. And the way you you made it, that's that was a good point for me, too, is that you followed up because what I found myself doing was, you know, when the word talks about um, line upon line, precept upon precept, although I knew these scriptures, I was drawn to a more understanding, a line upon line and precept upon precept, because you have a verse to back up everything that you're saying. It's as if you're feeding uh, you're feeding my spirit. You're feeding me and giving me nourishment. So those yes. are my meals daily. Chapter two says God loves you and offers rest. But one of the things you said was you were sharing your experience and experience you, you've had. And I'll, I'll let you share that when you're ready. But you said God uses consequences to correct and train never to punish a child of his. And we're all his children. That really touched me because depending on how you've been raised, if you've been raised in a background where if you do something wrong, then you're punished um, as, as not for correction, but as discipline. And that discipline can be harsh. And so for a long time, the, the things in my life that I was going through, I would always say, well, I'm the reason. And this is the consequences. And when I read that, you said it is for correction and training. And my perspective changed. And I was able to just look over the all those years and see that's what happened to me. He corrected the behavior and trained me as in giving me a new perspective, a new way of seeing things. Um, how about this? a renewed mindset to say this is the better direction. So that was just chapter two. And so after that, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So why was it important for you to include that in the book? That's really good. So um, again, I want, this is why I started with knowing God mm -hmm. because we have to know God's character. If we're truly going to trust him, we have to believe in his character. Mm -hmm. And I want people to know, yes, God is a just God. Mm -hmm. He, But he's also a merciful God. Mm -hmm. And he is God of love. He is the mm -hmm. God of love. And Hebrews 12 verse 6 says, the Lord disciplines the one he loves. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. He disciplines the one he loves. Jesus came to earth to serve. 
Mm. Right? It says he didn't come to be served, it says in Matthew, but to serve. He came to give his life for us. Mm. He's not going to give his life for us because he loves us and then punish us. Mm. Right? He Mm. is correcting us. He's disciplining us. He is refining us to be more like him. There is a punishment that will come at the end time, not for us who have believed in him. Mm -hmm. I want to give everyone the opportunity, if they don't know him, to get to know him and know him as the loving God. If people are struggling, because you're right, a lot of us grew up in households where you got spanked. I've personally seen things called spankings that weren't spankings. They were beatings. Right, right, right. They were mm-hmm. they were abusive. And sometimes when we experience that in the natural, we associate it with that word father or any kind of parental figure. Mm-hmm. And so I understand what you said in terms of feeling that you're being punished because of decisions made in the past. But that's not God's character. Right. And, and that's and, why it's so important to start there with knowing who he is. When I first accepted Christ many, many, many years ago, um, <laughs> I remember a pastor saying, that's why fathers are so important in the home, because when a person sees, thinks of Christ, our father, then we relate to that father the way that our earthly fathers were. But that's, why we need to have our minds renewed. And that's why it is important to know who he is so that you don't carry that to the next generation. And he renews your mind and lets you know truth. So yes, that was what they knew. And it's not to condemn anyone, but when you know better, you do better. And it doesn't mean that they didn't love you, but this is how they were taught discipline was. And when we get to know God, he says, this is what I want to teach you. This is true. Yeah, that's that's really good. Thank you. I'm so glad that you shared it. And I do want to share my story, why, um, why this even came up in this chapter. And it was because sometimes God also speaks to us. He speaks to us primarily through his word and right. anything that we hear, we, it should be checked against the word of God, right? That's the, the source of truth. That's the truth. And I had been feeling, but he also gives us a, a feeling or a sense. Discernment. And mm-hmm. discernment. Mm-hmm. And I had been working relentlessly around the clock. You can call it a treadmill. You can call it a hamster wheel, whatever you want to call it. It was just going and going and going. And I kept feeling tired. And every time I said, Ramona, you need to take a day off work or you need to take a couple of days, something Mm -hmm. else would happen. And I didn't take a break. Mm -hmm. I was actually talking to a woman just yesterday who was explaining how she went through a season of feeling dizzy. Mm -hmm. And she just felt really dizzy all the time. And she realized that she wasn't really sleeping and she was working so much. And I told her to pick up the book (laughs) and read my story because I don't want, we don't have to learn from experience all the time, right? Right. Right. We need to learn from other people's experiences as well. And so I had felt this nudge to take a break and I didn't listen and it went on for months, Mm. months. And one day I was so tired that I finally texted my manager and I said, I have to take a break. Please let me know if it's going to be tomorrow. It was a Thursday evening. Mm. Let me know if it's going to be tomorrow or I can start next week and do Monday, Tuesday, but I need, I just need a couple of days off work. And that very night I went and I took a bath. The next thing I knew I woke up. I just woke up and I thought, why am I sleeping in the bathtub? I had put on my headphones. I was listening to my audio book. And I thought, I must have been really tired. And so I started, I was like, I have to go to bed. I should go to bed. 
it wasn't even dinner time yet. It was like right before dinner time. I just wanted to take a bath. That's my way to relax. And I tasted blood on my lips. Oh my goodness. And I said, my lip is bleeding. And so it dawned on me, something happened. I must have passed out. So I started to get up out of the bathtub and I couldn't stay. My, I was so weak. There was just no strength in my legs. And down I went a second time. And this time I knew I went down. I felt it. When I woke up the second time, I was under where the spigot is supposed to be out of the wall, except there was no spigot. Oh my goodness. My body. My body had taken all the hardware off the wall. Oh wow! That and was it was fall. just, it was just a fire hydrant on my face. Mm. And some people might say that's a punishment because I didn't listen to the nudge of taking right. a rest or stuff. And I, I want people to understand: yes, God is sovereign. He ordains everything that happens because he's right. the sovereign Lord. Right. But for me, I'm totally healthy. I've had my my brain checked, my heart checked, my blood work done. Right. Everything has come back. It was a wake-up call. Right. For me, it was a wake-up call. Right. Balance is important. And so it all goes back to Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28 and why equilibrium is the title of not only the book, but the entire ministry. Right, right. So you talk about um, mental, spiritual, and physical risk. Um, what, are the, what are some of the tools that you share with the readers for those? Yeah. I talk about, so mental rest, you mentioned that earlier as well, even for people who don't know God, mm-hmm. right? It is laced throughout the book. There is a specific lesson on mental, spiritual, and physical rest, but you will find mental rest in almost every chapter, mm-hmm. right? After you after you get through chapter one. So persevere with knowing God and really mm-hmm. ask him to open your mind about that. But some of the tools that I walk people through are self-talk mm-hmm. and the importance of self-talk. And self-talk is not just speaking your own truth. There's only one truth. Right. And and that truth is Jesus. Right. So it's not my truth or your truth. It is his truth. Mm -hmm. But his truth is in the word. And that's why the book is outlined as it is for you to find the truth for yourself. Right. But once we know it, let's apply it to our lives. Let's train ourselves to speak those words back to ourselves. Right. So in Psalm 139, for example, Psalm 139 talks about how we were made. And it Mm. says that he made us, right? Mm. It says that we can't hide from his spirit. It says that he formed our inward parts. Mm. He says, it says that he knitted us together in our mother's womb. Mm. It says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So when I'm talking about self-talk, I'm talking about speaking words like these to ourselves. Mm -hmm. If someone's feeling down today, they need to be reminded, you listener need to be reminded that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. And God's works are wonderful. Mm -hmm. There's not a frame. Your frame was not hidden from him. Mm -hmm. Right? That you were intricately woven in the depths of the earth, that God saw you even when you were unformed, that Mm. he is the one who made you. Mm. For mental rest, it is so important because sometimes someone can find themselves in the pits, like David says in the Mm. Psalms, in the pits, and we can speak the truth to ourselves. Mm. That's one example. I also take people through for physical rest. I I ask them to evaluate their purpose. Mm -hmm. Why were you made? Are you doing what God created you specifically to do? Mm -hmm. 
I remember the first time that I listened to your podcast and I said, she is doing what she was made to do. There are lots of good things out there to do, but we were each made to do something for his glory. And so part of, go ahead. Don't lose that thought, but I just want to say that sometimes you don't know what your purpose is. And I tried many things over the years. And some of those things I was called to do. And it was good for me during that season. But what I didn't know was that all those different things that I had tried to do, those things were preparing me to know how to handle what I do now in its appropriate time. And this is the time and the season. So. Anyway, I, oh, I don't want everybody to get discouraged if they don't know what their purpose is. So. Yeah, you're. that's so good. And in chapter seven, I talk about seasons. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. There's a season for everything. I too have found that some seasons are preparation seasons. Right, 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 right. And it is leading you to the purpose. So I don't want anyone to be discouraged if they're Mm -hmm. searching. In fact, Mm -hmm. I would say, call me if Mm -hmm. you're searching. If you don't Mm -hmm. know, I would Mm -hmm. love to talk to you about that. Mm -hmm. I just want everyone to know that they weren't a mistake. Right, right. Right? When you're Mm -hmm. talking about speaking truth and mental rest and self-talk, when I write about that in the book, I want people to know you were made for a reason. Right. It's just a matter of finding out what that reason is. Right. And and so when we go back to uh, the mental, spiritual, and physical rest, and you use mental, you were um, quoting uh, scripture. I want the listeners to know that affirmations are important. And I know people that don't read the Bible, but they make affirmations about themselves, you know, I am this, I am that, you know, where, and so affirmations are important. And to me, there's no more important affirmations than affirming like what you gave the example of who you are in Christ and and what you are and what he would have you to do. And the more we know his promises, we can use those promises as part of our affirmations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Also, I want the listeners to know that sometimes you may hear something and you don't know that it's from the Bible, Mm. right? And it it is an affirmation. It's a positive affirmation. And so if that's what's taking you through this season, I I I would say don't be discouraged about that either. If you don't know whether it's from the Bible or not, just find a trusted friend to talk to. Um, because the affirmations are important. And a lot of things that we hear outside of the, the church in the secular world actually comes from the Bible. Right. And so right. when you're hearing something and it sounds like truth, chances are there's at least some truth in it because it's right. from the Bible. Right. And, and what I've learned over the years, especially with all the, the reading and the uh, self-help books and the promotions and even uh, in corporate America, when they have the seminars to help you become this or do this, I said, oh, my goodness, all of it is sprinkled with, bi- with biblical truth. They just present it uh, in a different way so that it reaches the masses. And so that was very good. What you said, even you don't even know that that's where it came from. But the thing is that there's power in the word. And so there is power. Oh, there is power in the word. And when it comes across, then the the truth is one day they'll come into the light to say, oh, that's where that came from. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. So we talked about um, your your health situation uh, before we, we we got to the connected to others. And you did give us the example but now I want you to tell us um, how um, the, the, your personal example of the mentor that, that helped you to gain perspective after your medical situation. Yeah. 
So there's a chapter, I think it's chapter five, that talks five. about connected to others. And um, relationship with others, super important. Very, very important. And so during this season of my life, I had a woman and she mentored me for two years. We had this mentoring relationship and she was a mature believer, just a woman of wisdom. And she told me after this situation, I was talking to her and just processing some of the things that was happening. And she said, you know, Ramona, this is in part to give you clarity. And so I wrote about that in the book and just the clarity that I got, everything changed when he, you know, uh, the listeners don't know that you and I were talking earlier and you were talking about being still. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just have to be still. Yes, we do. And I had the personality that refused to be still. Yes, me too. And so he just, he just had me be still for a season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so in my stillness, she was absolutely right. Did I gain clarity? Did I gain clarity? And sometimes we have a blind spot. And so being connected to others is important to help us shed light. One of the examples that I give in the book is if we have stain, a stain on our clothes, right? right. You just had lunch and, and there's ketchup on your white blouse. I'm wearing a white blouse today. And if there's ketchup on it, do you want to walk around all day with a ketchup without anyone telling you? Right. Right. I want to know because right. I want to either run into the store and get another blouse or go home if I can. And that's what the spiritual family helps us to do. Um, it helps us not only to gain perspective, but also to bear our burdens. And so we need people to speak the truth to us in love just to help us with that perspective. I was really taken by your example of, um, I think you were in another country and you had your children and you were going through your divorce and, and how the people stepped in to help you with your, your home, um, the, the, your children. You had a co community of trusted people that helped you with your children. I was, I was yes. taken with that too, because that's what happened to me. Um, I was going through a separation and then eventually a divorce, but I was taken with that because I, I understand that and God provides. And one of the things we have to realize is God does give us help, but sometimes we can be too prideful to receive it. I want your listeners to know that every season, every season, he doesn't, there's a saying out there. And again, it, it's biblical in terms of spiritual truth. Um, he doesn't waste our hurts. Mm, that's true. Right. That's true. Right. And he doesn't waste it. And so I had been married for 12 years. Yes. And after four adulterous situations mm -hmm. and uh abuse um and counseling attempts with within the church um my then husband was he was just unrepentant mm -hmm. he would not listen to advice he went to counseling with me one time and mm -hmm. then said he will never go back mm -hmm. and so he didn't go back and i tried but the more I stayed, the more abusive the relationship became. Mm. Um, and so I decided that it was going to end. I was in uh, I was in the Middle East for work. I worked with the federal government at the time. Um, and so I had a very busy job. And sometimes mm. it required travel. Mm -hmm. And I had three young kids. And when I say young, mm. I mean, they, they were babies. Right. They were mm -hmm. six and under. Right. The oldest right. is six. Yeah. And so how can I fulfill my assignment and raise these beautiful children that God gave me? Mm -hmm. And others, being connected to others was what got me through that season. Mm -hmm. 
I credit my spiritual family for getting me through. They, they literally bore my burdens. Yes, 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 yes. I felt so supported, so loved. Yes. And you're absolutely right. I had to be humble enough to accept the help. Right. Just the perspective that our spiritual family can bring, uh, because sometimes we have blind spots and we really need someone to speak the truth um, to us in love. And so if your listeners feel like they're all alone or they don't Mm -hmm. have someone in their lives to connect with, I would recommend that they reach out even to you, right? Mm -hmm. So that you can connect them. I asked in the book, I said, you know, if you don't belong to a church, reach out to me. Let Mm -hmm. me help you connect to someone. And no, you don't have to get all cleaned up to go. Right, 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 right. And and we don't look like what we've been through and what we've come from. But we haven't always looked like we do and, and been the people that we are. But that's that's what God does. That's what accepting Christ is about, is being transformed and becoming anew. And so we don't just um, connect with people just to connect. You know, no. our light should be shining. And I am in, in agreement with you. If I have listeners that is sometimes you just want to tell somebody, mm-hmm. just say it to someone. And once you do, you feel so free. The burden has been lifted. So reach out. Like you said, Ramona, in your book, you have parts in here where it says, contact me to schedule a complimentary 30-minute equilibrium chat. We can discuss findings, challenges, and testimonies on your equilibrium journey. And you also have a link there. This is in your book several times. I thought that was great, too, because you're not just willing to to have people read about it. You're open to uh, walking the walk with them, taking the journey with them, with these people that you don't know. But you know your purpose and your ministry, and you're willing to have them reach out to you for help. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you you mentioned how the book... You feel like you are being taught. Yes. And I have known ever since I was a little girl, I fought it. You're right. Mm -hmm. In terms of purpose, I Mm -hmm. fought it. I wanted to have a different career path Mm -hmm. so I can make a lot more money. Let me just tell you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know about that. He made me to teach. That's what he made me to do. Mm -hmm. And I also went through a season where I felt like teaching had to be in the classroom. And and as he matured me, I realized I don't have to be in the classroom. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a subject like Spanish. I speak Spanish and it doesn't have to be Spanish. Mm -hmm. Teaching is writing a book. Teaching is one-on-one having a conversation. Mm -hmm. And so my heart is to teach and to mentor. Mm -hmm. And it could just be in a conversation. And I want the listeners to know and my readers to know that I'm here to listen. Right. On our website, uh, if they were to go there, they will see the mission. Mm. It says that we meet people at their most vulnerable places and walk with them. Mm. We don't have to go through this journey alone. In fact, we're not meant to go through it alone. Right. right. Um, And so part of why I share so much about my own like snippets of my own story is because I want people to get to know me. I'm real. I Mm. am a sinner saved by grace. Yes. Because of that, I am. God now calls me holy Mm. and separate, a Mm. saint. And I am Mm. so grateful. I am so grateful. And I, if I can help one person get out of the pits and find balance. I want to be able to do that. So yes, I do want people to reach out to me 
and I offer a free 30 minute uh, chat. Just mm-hmm. call. Mm-hmm. I noticed that in each one, when you begin a chapter, you say, pray this prayer out loud. Yeah. Why is it important to pray (laughs) that prayer out loud? That's a very good question. Sometimes we need to hear ourselves. Mm. Mm. Sometimes it's it's that affirmation that you talk about, Mm. but sometimes we need to hear to hear it ourselves. Um, One of the prayers that I have is, God, I pray that you help me to increase my faith in you. Mm. Help me to be assured that you are walking with me. Mm. Sometimes we, the the praying out loud is not for God, Mm -hmm. right? Whether we pray it in our minds, or not, he knows. Right, right. It is for us. Mm-hmm. It is the same reason why I repeat the reach out to me, reach mm-hmm. out to me. I want people to be reminded. As we pray out loud, we get to hear our prayers and it actually builds our faith. And right. it doesn't matter if you don't know God and you're just right. praying. If you don't know God and you're like, okay, I don't know Ramona Antoine, but she says to pray it out loud. So I'm just going to try it. Right, right. I'm just going to try it. I believe that the more you do it, the more your faith is going to be built. Right. And not only that, God answers. So that it's his desire that you know him. He wants, it's like a parent that I just want my child to know that I love them and that I'm there for you, here for them. And so when you pray, he wants to know you. And if you're sincere about trying to get to know him, then he, he's going to answer you. He is going to answer. We can have confidence in that. Yes. And so now I want to, I want to go over to chapter six, um, faith and hope. And you highlight the importance of enduring in trials. So what would you say to my listeners who may be going through a difficult season right now? Yeah, that's a good question. Because we all have those, again, there, there's a season for everything. And so what I want your listener to remember are a couple of things. Again, that everything that we go through, God uses. Yes. He uses. And I know when you're in a really difficult situation, it is hard to see how he can use this for good. Mm-hmm. But again, going back to chapter one, and even in the book, you'll 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 find me saying, as I said in chapter one, or as I said in chapter four, yes. I remind yes. you because it builds on itself. Mm-hmm. We have to know God because mm-hmm. when he says that I work all things for your right. good, right? To those who love me and are, are called according to my purpose, when yes. he says that. Mm-hmm. He means it. Right, right. And so even in the very difficult times when we can't see any good, mm-hmm. we can believe that if he says he works all things, all things for our good, then he means all things. Right. And so I want also, I would encourage them to endure. Mm to endure. We both talked about going through separation and divorce to this day, the worst time in my life. Yes. Yes. Me too. Mm -hmm. The worst time in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even the illness afterwards. I think the, the, the separation of flesh was, it was painful. Right. It was painful, painful for me, painful for the children. One of the things that I write about in the book is um, going back to the disciplining and the training. Right. 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 It is so important that we understand his character mm. because he he's also a provider. Yes, he is. Right. Yes, he is. He's a provider. Mm. I want people to know him. Mm. I want people to know him so that when they are weak, they can lean on him when they are weak and people are showing up and they're showing up to offer you help. 
Of mm. course, you have to be discerning. We talked about being right. discerning. Right, right. You have to be discerning, you know, and test the spirits. Right. But sometimes that those people are being sent by God. Right, right. Because he loves you and he because he wants to provide for you. So I would just encourage people who are in a bad situation, a difficult or trying time right now to endure. Endure because when the Bible says when we are weak, then we are strong. Right, right. And it's counterintuitive. How can you be strong if you're weak? And that's because we didn't really talk about being yoked to him. The other part of Matthew 11, if they, when they buy the book and they do the study, they will learn about the yoke. But when we're weak, we're strong because we're yoked to him. Right, right. We don't have to be strong in ourselves. We're strong because of his strength. Mm-hmm. And I would just encourage them, number one, to endure. I talk about some songs that help me endure mm-hmm. and also the repetition of just the reminder singing it out loud. Sometimes it takes a few times going through those words for it to penetrate our hearts. Right. 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 And And so endure and use your, your resources because some of those resources are sent by God himself to help you. Right. And I want to um, reiterate uh, one of the things you said about using your discernment to know who to receive help from. And another thing is so important that you humble yourself to receive it. You cannot be, and you know, when God sends you resources and you and you resist the humility and you resist it because you are prideful, then God's word says pride goes before destruction. Mm-hmm. And you're going to make it worse because you don't want to do it because here is one of the things I know for certain. God has infinite time and it doesn't matter if you don't obey right now it may be five or ten years before that same problem comes around again and you're going through that same trial (laughs) that same test and the reason why I stress not being prideful is because It's when you submit and surrender yourself to God's will and God's way, when you decide, I don't want to just accept him um, as my savior. I want him to be Lord of my life. And to be Lord of my life means that I must surrender my will to his will. Because like you said so many times, he causes all of it to work for our good. Allah, chapter eight, and you end the book with an encouraging message. So now that we know where to look for rest and we have a good starting point on how to maintain it, you remind us that we now have to stay ground. How do we stay on track and not fall back into the old mentality of striving to achieve? That's such a good question because it is so easy for us. It is so easy for us mm-hmm. to just depend on ourselves. Yes. And um, and that's what gets us on the treadmill and keeps us on the treadmill mm-hmm. or the hamster wheel or whatever analogy that you choose. Mm-hmm. But I want people to know who they are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And when I talked about when I talked about the self-talk and I I quoted um some verses from Psalm 139. It is really important that um, that people trust him and because they trust him, they trust and obey his word. Right. And that's the part of staying grounded. And when I talk about grounded, I mean being anchored. Yes. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Being anchored, immovable. Mm. nothing nothing can can shake this it might shake it but it won't fall you Mm. just know the truth you Mm. just know the truth in your heart Mm. and so um i want people to know that they don't have to their salvation if you have accepted jesus as your lord and savior 
your salvation is secure. Yes. You don't have to work for salvation. Mm. If And if he brought you to faith, even if he brought you to faith yesterday, mm. it is guaranteed. Mm. It is guaranteed. It doesn't, he doesn't give it and then take it back. I also want people to know that there is a reward in heaven. Mm. Whatever trial that they're going through, it will one day be over. Mm. It will one day be over. Mm. And I want them to be reminded that their reward is guaranteed. I also want them to be, I also want them to be reminded that they can persevere in hope mm. and persevere hope in hope mm-hmm. that's right and mm. hope does not put us to shame mm. right so we can have full confidence when i talk about staying grounded and being anchored i want people to have full confidence not 98 not 99 100 confidence in who they are and who god is mm. When we talk about stuff that we can know for sure, mm-hmm. I want everyone to know that they can't, they can change. Some people will say a leopard never changes his spots. Mm-hmm. That's, That's not true. true. That's right. It's not true. Mm-hmm. We can change because the Holy Spirit changes us. When mm-hmm. we put our faith in Jesus, he changes us. Mm-hmm. I want people to know that their mind can be renewed right? Their mind can be renewed, but you can't go through this book and study these verses and not have truth renew your mind. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. What what did you think from reading it? Ramona, I'm going to say, remember at the beginning, I said your chapter one was knowing God. And at first I thought, you know, I don't need this. And I told you the Holy Spirit gave me the unction. Keep reading. At the end of the book, I didn't just know God more. It turned into relationship. Wow. That's what our father wants from us. When, when, when I told you about when I first came to Christ and how I didn't trust women. And one of the statements I made was he put women in my life. And these women were wise enough to discern what it was and over time they built a relationship with me such that they built my trust and that's what this journey of the book does as you start to know God and you read these scriptures you are he's building you've chosen a book that's causing a person to build trust in him to say, I'm going to try this. And by the time they get to the end, they have created a relationship and they continue to build on that relationship. So that was my summary. The takeaway for me from the book is the continuous building on the relationship from start to it's never finished. Because you know yourself when you're in a relationship with someone, you continue to grow and grow and grow. It is never, it is never finished. And thank you because that is really encouraging Mm -hmm. for me um, to hear how your relationship with God, even though it existed, it still grew Mm -hmm. from reading and completing this book. That is really encouraging. Um, I think that would be true of even for the people who don't yet know him. Right. Right. Even for the people who don't yet know him, just give it a try and see what he will do in your life. Mm. Yes. Yes. And he wants to give you peace. He wants to be there for you. He wants to give you rest. He wants to show you a different plan from the hustle and bustle of every day and worrying about this and worrying about that. That's what he wants to do. But Ramona, I want to ask you because usually I ask the person that I'm having the discussion with to give my listeners some encouraging words. But I think that's what we've been doing all along. So I'm (laughs) going to ask you, Ramona, 
will you pray for my listeners? Absolutely. Father God, we thank you for every single person who has listened to this podcast today and every single person who will listen to it in the future. Lord, we know that you want lives to be changed. We know that you want people of all nations, of all tribes to enter into a relationship with you. And so I thank you for informative conversations podcast. Father, and I pray the same for every person that is in the sound of my voice. Lord, draw them to you. Draw them closer to you, Lord. Help them to have confidence that you love them. We know that you love every single person that you have made because we are all made in your image. And so we thank you so much for making us. We thank you so much that in you, we find freedom. We thank you that in you, we find true rest, mental rest, physical rest, spiritual rest. Lord, help every person listening to be refreshed. Help them, Lord, to seek you because we know that if they seek you, they will find you. And Father, we just pray a peace. We just pray a peace over everyone. Give us wisdom, even as we navigate the circumstances in life and give us the humility to reach out and ask for help. We pray these things in Jesus's name. Amen. Amen. And I just want to just say, may God bless and return all those prayers back to you. How can my listeners get in touch with you? How can they connect with you? So I will take text messages. Mm. I will take emails. And they can definitely sign up for my monthly newsletter on the website. They can reach me on my website at equilibriumministries.com. And that's plural, equilibriumministries.com. There's no space between the two words. They can email me at Ramona. That's R-E-M-O-N-A. That's a unique spelling of my first name, R-E-M-O-N-A, at theequilibriumbook.com. That's the easiest way email to remember. Mm -hmm. And they can text me at 571-358-8348. That text Mm -hmm. will go directly to me and I will respond. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ramona, thank you again. Thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. You're very welcome. And I just wanted to share um, one more thing. I am finishing up a running of my 12-week equilibrium program. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been taking seven women through this program over the last um, three months. We actually only have one week left. Mm -hmm. And I've really seen lives changed Mm -hmm. through this study. The program is just going through the book with me. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I will take them through the question to the the questions answers. We will have time for discussions. Um, relationships would be built because it's in a group format. And I want to offer all your listeners um, the opportunity to sign up for the next running of this class, this program, which is going to be January sixth. Right. So start the new year off well. Um, and sign up for the 12-week equilibrium program on my website. Okay, so they can get more information on your website. Absolutely. For 12-week. Okay. Well, thank you, Ramona. You have a great day. Thank you so much.